1: And I'm just a super nerd. Hi, Sarah. I wanna I wanna pull out a Canadian accent, but I honestly don't know. You promised me. It's I could say avocado and garbage can and schedule you're not even saying these things
0: wrong anymore it is a garbage can
1: wait what's right wait which one's right (laughs) hang on i don't even don't make me choose i love canada and america all
0: right all right all right welcome (sighs) back hi listeners we are wayne's world time warping you right now um you know, it's been just a few days for you. It's been a few weeks for us. Sarah is back in the states. Little rough ride there at the end, but she's here. She made it.
1: It was and- it was I I still have to write my strongly worded letter, but I will be writing a <laughs> strongly worded letter to the airline that shall remain anonymous that I took home that it was Is it the one that I boycott? I don't know which one you boycott. Therefore, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, and I, I don't I, – I really – like I – hey, if I don't get what I ask for in my strongly worded letter, you can bet on next week's podcast <laughs> I'm going to be telling everybody all about all the things that happened. But for now, I'm going to hold that card like really tight to my chest and just be like, hey, it was one of those things where a little bit more communication – from the airline would have made nothing bad happen, but there was no communication and therefore we got home 26 hours later than planned and it was not – it was not my favorite thing to happen and I – it just has completely magnified jet lag. Like it just it, – it took – as a three-hour time difference, which I find three – like – three hours is where I start to really like struggle. Like if it's three hours or more, that's where I'm like, Oh man, time differences there. It really is a thing. And it, it's just made it feel so much worse because it just like it was, it just, it was, um, you know, a couple of days in a row without sleep and then travel and then messing up my system and just being super run down coming into like my kids. Well, I mean, by the time this, this goes live, my kids have started school like they're their they're ten weeks of summer vacation are over and uh and now we're all trying to adjust to the time difference and sort of catch up on sleep and it it's it's not an ideal situation let's let's put it that way.
0: I had that terrible experience when we had a book signing in San Francisco um. With an airline that I choose not to, yes. to trash talk. I I think mistakes happen, you know, like it's, these things happen. It's an amazing feat that we are able as humans to get up in the air and go places. Like, it's just, it's insane that we have the science to do that.
1: It is the um, miracle of modern flight. I is. do
0: appreciate it. It is. It's amazing. But, you know, we as customers, you listeners, Sarah, me, we all have experiences where it's like, really, if you just would have like, apologized or given a little bit of customer service, like it would have gone a really long way. So I'm, you know, sad for you that you had to deal with that. But I'm happy that you're home now and you're resting and you're recovering. And you get to listen to me tell you all the things that happened while you were gone.
1: And I like, I I really like completely unplugged while I was gone. I did. I was on like, I did the bare minimum that I could do and like keep my website alive and uh and it was amazing. So I like have no idea what happened while you were gone. First of all, my biggest question for you, did you stand up paddleboard? That is the number one thing that I need to know. Okay. Is that where we're going to start? Because I feel I mean. like there's bigger things, but we can start there. Yeah, well, that's, that's my biggest thing. So if there's bigger things than that, then it's just going to get even more exciting for this me.
0: This is a snowball of drama that you're about to just roll into here. I'm excited to lay down the tracks for you. So the last time we went stand-up paddleboarding, which was, I think, two weeks ago. And you know we can't go in the lakes here in my city because I'm trying to bootleg... A registration because i don't live in the right zone anyway so i have to paddleboard elsewhere we have to drive there and on the way home the entire roof rack ripped off of <gasps> our car not the no! piece that we got to go on the roof rack like the roof rack ripped off of our relatively brand new van that we just got because matt got rear-ended like insane the car dealership was like, we've never seen this happen before. So what we um are wait, 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 wait.
1: How fast were you going when this 45 happened? 45 miles
0: an hour. It wasn't even was, a highway. Was anyone behind you? No. So Matt did like this super smooth move. He is not normally uh, like responsive person physically like he's a clumsy man okay I love you babe you are a clumsy man and it was super impressive because he was driving and then all of a sudden his arm like just whipped out of the driver's side window and he like pulled over on the right hand shoulder with his arm out the window and I'm like what's happening he goes the stand-up paddle board is in my hand right now
1: (laughs) okay so he caught
0: it it didn't go anywhere yeah
1: Catching a fly with chopsticks, ninja move. Exactly. He totally
0: Mr. Miyagi'd the stand-up paddleboard.
1: Wow. Okay, so that's number one.
0: Number two, what happened while you were gone, is I discovered Settlers of Catan, Game of Thrones edition.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying? Yes. That my favorite game has the last... 16 years 17 years like way from like i like early adopter
0: board game fan i know that you're settlers fan i know that you love game of thrones i'm telling you the settlers of Catan, game of thrones game is out we played it you're gonna love it we have to get together so we can play it together honestly we can skype it I mean, we'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I have talked to a certain uh, husband of mine about doing a trip up for maybe Thanksgiving this year.
0: Sweet. Oh my gosh. We're going to have such a nice kitchen. <laughs> so let me get to number three. I currently do not have a kitchen right now. What? What? We You're- finally are undergoing construction renovation on my kitchen. I have a highlight in my Instagram stories. You can catch up. Um, We're on week two. All of the walls have been taken down. All of the cabinets are out. All the appliances are out. It's already rewired for electricity. The plumber's coming soon. We're moving and grooving and supposed to be done by the time my boys go back to school um, at the end of August. It
1: always amazes me how long it takes to redo a kitchen. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because everybody's been saying to me, "Oh, only 6 weeks?" And I'm like, "Are you living this?" Right? I have yeah. five people in this house and we only eat real food. It's kind of a problem to not have yeah. a kitchen.
1: Um, <laughs> so. and every time I watch somebody go go through it, I just think I think but I'm just never going to do my kitchen. <laughs> I can't. I I mean, my kitchen's fine. It doesn't it I mean, I would love I would love a new kitchen, but it's fine. Because I really don't think that I could, I, I mean, I guess I would be cooking out on the back patio on a camp stove. Like, I don't think that I could, <laughs> like, figure out the logistics.
0: Yeah. So I will say it's not as bad as I kind of imagined it would be. Um, we're obviously using more disposable plates.
1: I was say, well, um, foods are just chickens. And,
0: yeah. And we are we planned it in the summertime so that we could grill out. Like we you know, we did a couple of, of things and I have been sharing my tips on Instagram and I will definitely put like a series on the blog um about the whole renovation and also how to survive one for people once we get through that. But um yeah, so you missed out on like all the things. That's some I mean here in America, we're just living, <laughs> living our lives. <laughs> While well, you
1: lollygag got in right? Canada, camping and-, and going to the beach, and um, I to yeah, have that good sounds. Time, there's, you had you spend experience. time with your family. Yeah, it was wonderful. So, um, my. Uh, youngest niece is now like old enough to like actually recognize people and know people. She just turned two in May. And so she, um, she, and she would, she kept trying to figure out what to call me. And she settled on uh, Auntie, which was like super, super cute. Cause I, I was, I was like, oh, you have a name, for, you have a name for everybody, but you don't have a name for me. And then finally on the last day, like she ran up to me and just screamed, it was great um so we got to spend a ton of time uh with her and like both of my brothers and their families uh and our parents so like my kids grandparents and we did a lot of fun stuff i took um the girls camping for the first time so i grew up as a as a like hard hard well car camper so like People are like backpackers, think car camping is like the most glamorous camping. But then people who do car camping in tents think like RVs is like the most glamorous. Like everyone has like a different level. So we did like tenting car camping where you have to like boil your water and there's outhouses if you're lucky type camping all growing up. And my husband, who you've met, he's not a camper. (laughs) I have taken him camping he will do it um but then we had uh when my oldest was born she was very colicky she hated the car so she would scream just the entire time in a car ride she would just scream at the top of her lungs she would scream until she threw up and she did that until she was several years old like it got it it, it got different but it didn't it didn't make her going in the car easier um and it was probably gluten like that was a lot of the the Uh, behavioral things that we were um, really struggling with with her when she was a toddler. Basically, everything went away when we went gluten-free when she was five. I wish I had figured it out earlier. But that's one of the hardest things, I think, for especially new parents where you have so much of your – sense of uh worthiness wrapped up in the job that you're doing as a parent and you feel the entire time like you have no idea what you're doing but that's like every new parent feels that but every new parent feels completely alone and like they're the only one who feels like they have no idea what they're doing and then you feel like anything that's different or hard, it's like your fault, because you must be doing something wrong, but you don't really know how to ask for help. Like that's, that's a really common experience. And I think the uh, links between food sensitivities and behavior are some of the hardest to, to figure out, especially when you're just trying to survive parenthood. And so that was our first five years of parenthood experience. And so when she just she wouldn't, she didn't do the like she she was hard and she's a wonderful amazing about to go to middle school on Wednesday young lady now but holy smokes she broke us in as parents <laughs> like we really earned our stripes um and so it, it was just it just camping just never happened with the kids like between I and it got to the point where like I knew I wanted to do it because I love camping but the idea of going camping with three people who don't know what they're doing was just so intimidating. So my, um, Brother and his wife and our niece and my mom and the girls all went camping. And my brother, their uncle, was just like – he was just amazing. He was like, who wants to learn axe safety? (laughs) And he would be like, and who wants to learn how to chop wood? And who wants to learn how to start a fire? And he just like completely took over the like teaching my girls all of the like most important things. Who wants to pitch a tent with me? And they were so – like all of the things that you want – uh, kids to be camping they were great, so they helped set up the campsite they uh you know helped with meals and dishes and cleaning up they helped take down the campsite they handled outhouses just fine they um you know like the, everything they they were great and they loved it and they enjoyed it so now we're talking about going camping as a whole family so i was i want to take the momentum from that and and go go on with it but it was it was Wonderful. Like I haven't slept outside in a tent since I was pregnant with Adele, so eleven, almost twelve years ago. So uh, I loved it. It was great. I loved that my girls loved it. It was wonderful. And then we did all kinds of other cool stuff. We'd spend a lot of time uh, at local beaches and just hanging out with family and seeing friends. And yeah, it was a it was a really really great trip. I
0: have not gone camping. Since my children were, uh well, Cole was like two and I was pregnant with Finn and a bear came through our campsite and ate the bread and marshmallows that the boys had left sitting out, even though I told them 500 times <laughs> that they needed to put away the food. So this is why my family gets <laughs> glamping and we much, do not much less worry about bears. Sleep in tents.
1: <laughs> we also had to go over uh, bear safety, safety, cougar safety, aka mountain lion safety. Cougars, yeah, we and, don't have that here. Yeah, and uh, so we have bears and cougars and wolves in that area. So we had to go through and how you act differently if you encounter each one, and then what you do preventatively, right? Like. Things, I mean, things like don't leave any food out. Like all the food needs to be in in the in the car or like in the bear-proof garbage cans in the campsite. Um, but also things like uh, making noise as you're going down a a, a path because most of them will be fairly skittish and everyone's sticking together. And like, um, so like the kids always need to be walking really close to an adult. That's a a, a cougar safety thing. Um, and like, I don't care how much you eat your foot a hard. child. Do, yes. And they will also pick off the the weak ones, so I don't care if your foot hurts, don't limp um, this, is, this is what humans do to vacation like <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean if you can't if if you can't get you can't get more paleo than this though really it's like wait I mean what I love about um camping on the west coast of Canada is you don't have to drive very far out of the urban centers to be in true wilderness and that's something that was really special for me growing up because that's that was how we vacationed as a family and it was a really neat thing to be able to bring my kids to so like where we live in Atlanta to be able to get that kind of experience we have to worry about bears we're going to have to be able to we're going to have to drive a little bit farther but um but yeah so it we had you know and my, and my kids were uh mira my youngest was um you know we'd be going over like, okay, so if you uh encounter a bear, you have to like talk to it gently, make lots of like noise, um, but don't but um you know like back you know back away slowly, just kind of like don't turn around, back away slowly, um you know, like giving her these like tips, and she was like, are we gonna and we didn't like it's it's very um, you know in, in my childhood we encountered bears a couple of times but we never encountered a cougar um, we encountered cougar tracks once and that was the like that was the closest and, uh, and so like no, it's highly unlikely but you just need to know what you're what you're gonna do if it happens anyways and uh, and so she was she would kind of get a little nervous as we talked about it but most of the risk is actually to pets not. You know, pets and toddlers are at the highest risk.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank you. And because we had so much catching up to do in a time warp situation. (laughs) A
1: jet-lagged brain.
0: This is the point in the show where we say, womp, womp, this is what we have for you this week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I, and it is, it is. I, I take full responsibility. Um, I, I texted Stacy Matt earlier and said, I, I can't. I, I don't have the brain power <laughs> to, to, uh, you know, put together, uh, you know, do some research and put together notes on any of these awesome questions. We've got some great questions in the queue. I'm really excited about some of the podcast topics that we have coming up. But it's like three of the questions happen to be for me.
0: Because- <laughs> You put up a question poll thing on in your Instagram stories about bone broth, and I was like, "And this question, and this question, and this question." So I know that we're going to have a good bone broth show because I submitted great questions. So therefore, it must be
1: a great show. That's coming up. We have uh, <laughs> some gut health ones coming up. You gave me we no push have... right there. I mean, like there. All right, do you, you want you want a little what's it called? You the know,
0: brum ching. I mean people have to understand that was sarcasm.
1: <laughs> I know. I think it's going to be a good show. Um, we've got, we've no, we've got, we've got a collection of great questions. And now is a good point to remind people that if you have uh, some kind of like burning question, or even if you're like a longtime podcast listeners and you're like, Hey, Sarah and Stacy, you guys have never talked about this on the show uh we we would love your questions, your topic suggestions, um you know, or and just comments in general and you can uh there's forms on both of our websites to submit questions. We also will grab questions from uh emails if you'd rather just email us directly or uh Facebook comments or <laughs> Instagram comments. Uh, or sometimes, uh, if you like, you can always, uh, leave a comment on show notes of any show notes of any episode and we will grab questions from there. So we really are sort of keeping an eye on all of those places and, uh, any way you want to send your questions to us, we will see them. And, um, we, we have been really enjoying, I think this is, um, we're, I think going to have our six year podcast anniversary next episode. I think this is this those. That's I think that's math thing. is your forte. So um, I think I know it's coming up. That's I think it's I, I think it's next week. Is our, it's our six year podcast anniversary? <laughs> um, and one of the things that I find, especially in this past year, I have found it really amazing how. Um how it feels like there's no limit to cool things to, to continue to talk about. And sometimes it's revisiting a topic that we talked about in the past, but we have a new perspective on it. And sometimes it's like, oh, I can't, how have we never talked about this thing on the show before? This is a whole, this is a whole thing that we, sh- we should cover. This is amazing. Um, and of course, all of that inspiration comes from your guys's comments and questions and topic suggestions so um thank you and please while you're at it feel free to leave reviews on uh well itunes stitcher wherever you're listening to your podcast those help other people find the show and thanks for being awesome listeners that's 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 all i had yes thanks for your patience and i know we
0: thanked you earlier but we sincerely appreciate the ability for us to maneuver around our schedule a bit for Sarah to have taken vacation. I know that a lot of podcasts record in advance. We're honestly the only people that I know that don't record in advance. We have a lot of podcast friends in our lives and all of them record in advance. And we And do sometimes
1: that- I know people who do like they'll record all of their podcasts for the next six months. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. a week or two and then they dribble them out, which I I mean, I totally get why people organize their lives to do that that way. Well,
0: you and I have made a conscious decision because we feel like we connect with our audience when we're living real time with them. So it was unusual for us, but... We but appreciate- it's been amazing.
1: It's also allowed us to um, respond really quickly to, you know, news stories or, yeah. um, you know, things that are are going around the paleo community that, that really need a response. So it's, it's a, a tremendous advantage to be able to record every week.
0: And I feel like that nimbleness – our our goal is that it's helpful for you that you can ask us questions and get them real time. And we, you know, we obviously have a backlog of questions, some of which we feel like we've answered in previous shows before or that, you know, we're saving for the future. But when time-sensitive things do come up or relevant topics and that kind of stuff, we do try to address them. So I just want to echo what Sarah says. Make sure you get your questions into us one way or the other. And thank you for being here and sharing the podcast. I will say um lately, I don't know if it's the past year or What? but I have definitely enjoyed connecting with social media and the podcast in a way. I feel like for a while that was partitioned. And I feel like Sarah and I have been making a conscious effort to integrate sharing about the podcast into the social media and continuing the conversation there. So if you are a listener, make sure to engage in those conversations, because It's our way of connecting with you all and being able to get to know you a little more because I know you hear us talking to you. Um, We want to have that two-way conversation. So make sure you're engaging on those social media posts so that we know that you're listening and what you're enjoying and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for doing that with us and for sharing our show with others because, like Sarah said, without those referrals and those shares, other people might not find the podcast. So I I know I've had readers of our blog say, "Oh my gosh, you write a podcast!"
1: (laughs) (laughs) Palm to the forehead, like, "Yep." But then I also I also get the the uh, I just finished listening to all of your old podcasts in the last three weeks. (laughs) You're just like, so sorry. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's a lot, a lot of podcasts to listen to in a short period of time. Um, and so I guess we're, we're binge worthy, I guess, is what that means, which is, that's pretty cool. Or someone has a glutton for punishment.
0: I mean, <laughs> either way. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go rest. And listeners, we will be back next week with exciting topics. And thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Hello! Hello! How's it going, eh? Uh, I'm excited to
0: talk to you in Canadian.
1: I'll do my best to talk with my Canadian accent.
0: All right. I was thinking about doing the show in Harry Potter's voice because
1: it's <laughs> his birthday. So you do Canada. I'll do Harry I don't Potter. know. I don't know if I can hold on to Canada while you're holding on to Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> so I have guaranteed that this will
0: be a quick show for you, my friend. Do you know how I've done that? Uh, no. How? I have kept my bra on. There's, Whoa! There is no way this is going past 30 minutes for you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome
1: for that blooper, Matthew. <laughs> I was going to say, is that how we're actually starting the show or is that a blooper? Because that's this is just gold. That's yeah. just gold. Seeking
0: the truth never gets old.